0: Happy Friday, Concordia family, on this March 20th, 2020. It is our first Friday, not being able to be gathered together, which means missing out on our usual practice of greeting one another with a high five. So, a virtual high five coming your way right now. As we gather together in the Word today, we will continue our journey through the Gospel of Mark. On Fridays, we are looking at the real Jesus, what these passages show us about who Jesus really is. So to help us look at Mark chapter 6, we have with us Professor Mike But Before we get to that, let's prepare our hearts and minds. Will you join me in prayer? Lord Jesus, we thank you for the gift of life that you give to each of us and the opportunity to continually return to your word to direct our lives, strengthen our faith, and deepen our understanding of our need for you and your abundant mercy and grace for us. Allow this time to be a blessing in our lives. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: This is Mike Middendorf in Christ College with today's message. Occasionally, I'll pull out my guitar and use it in chapel, and the students uh, run fleeing for the exits. Uh, maybe that's appropriate. However, today, I think this is a good time to sing. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our are and griefs to bear what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer oh what peace we often forfeit oh what needless pain we bear all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer that's one common picture of Jesus as a friend, and it has biblical relevance and a biblical basis. For example, Jesus in John chapter 15, on his way to the cross, tells his disciples, greater love, and there it's this great Greek word, agape love, that this, this all in total commitment, selfless love. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. There it's the Greek word philos which is another word for love, but love on the friendship level. Jesus continues, I have called you friends, and so you are. What a friend we have in Jesus, because all that I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you, John chapter 15, verses 13 and 15. Jesus' followers are his friends. Jesus is going to the cross to lay down his life for them. That's that agape love, as he promised. But after the resurrection, it's interesting, in John chapter 21, you get this conversation between Jesus and Peter, who had denied knowing Jesus. The resurrected Jesus says, Peter, do you love? And here it's the agape word, do you love me? Are you in that all-in commitment, self-surrender, self-sacrificial love? And Peter's answer in Greek is, yes, I phyllis. I love you as a friend, Jesus. Peter, again, is asked by Jesus, do you love me? Are you in that agape, commitment, self-sacrificial love that I have for you? And Peter responds the same way. Yes, Lord, you know I fill us. I love you as a friend. Interesting. Then Jesus asks a third time, which makes Peter sad because he had denied three times. But Jesus comes to Peter's level Peter, do you fill us? Do you love me as a friend? He changes the Greek words there. And then Peter affirms, yes, Lord, we are friends. I love you as a friend. Even though I deny you, your agape love for me in your death and resurrection has restored that relationship. And we are once again friends. So what a friend we have in Jesus? Yes, but there is more to the real Jesus that we're talking about here as we work our way through the Gospel of Mark. Today's reading, Mark chapter 6, beginning at verse 45. Mark 6, verse 45. Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. And after he had taken leave of them, he went up on the mountain to pray. And when evening came, the boat was out on the sea, and he was alone on the land. And he saw that they were making headway painfully for the wind was against them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. He meant to pass by them, but when they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and cried out, for they all saw him and were terrified. But immediately he spoke to them and said, have courage, I am. Stop being afraid. And he got into the boat with them and the wind ceased and they were utterly astounded. That's our reading for today. Pretty amazing that literally in Greek, Jesus says, have courage. I am there. He is claiming to be the burning bush God. If you remember in John chapter eight, before Abraham was, I am. And so also at his trial, Jesus is asked by Caiaphas, the high priest, are you the Messiah, the son of the blessed one? Jesus in Mark chapter 14, verses 61 and 62 gives that same answer, I am. And at that point, they're convinced he is not who he's claiming to be, thus he's blaspheming and guilty. But in fact, we confess Jesus to be the great I am, the one who walked on the water and did so many other miraculous things. So who is this? Well, to delve a little into mathematics, we could use what's called the transitive law. In Job chapter eight, it's God, it's the great I am who alone stretches out the heavens and treads on the waves of the sea. In today's reading from Mark's gospel chapter six, it's Jesus himself who comes walking on the sea and identifies himself to his disciples as the I Am. Therefore, if A equals B and B is C, then we can draw the conclusion that Jesus is the great I Am, the one who treads on the waves of the sea. And he is then our friend, yes, but so much more. He's the eternal word who created and sustains all of life. See John chapter 1. He is the I am who spoke at the burning bush to Moses, who spoke on Sinai, the word of the Lord that came through the prophets, the word that became flesh in the womb of Mary and lived among us in the person of Jesus. He is, as Thomas confesses at the end of John's gospel, our living Lord and our God. And before he ascends to heaven, he himself says, all authority in heaven and earth belongs to me. He is the God who will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. So what an amazing, amazing person we meet in the real Jesus. There's a song by Chris Tomlin about our God, and we might just think that's about God, whom we know as God the Father. But the song starts, water you turned into wine, open the eyes of the blind, there's no one like you. This is Jesus himself who the chorus declares to be our God, who is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, our God is the real Jesus. Garth Brooks had uh, the famous song, I have friends in low places. However, with Jesus, we can put those two together and you can have a friend in high places. Now, that's difficult to balance properly. Sometimes maybe you've had a relationship with a parent or a coach or a teacher who is an authority figure, but who also is a friend. Those kind of relationships can be very valuable and can give us the proper balance that we have with the person Jesus. A healthy respect for the I am, for our God, for him who can do so much, but also A God who became flesh, a God in the person of Jesus, who is a friend, who shows genuine care, concern, and familiarity with us, who wants to love us with that agape love that took him to the cross, but who also loves us as his friends. The Marist Poll asks each year what's the most annoying word of the year, and for 11 years in a row, can you believe it? most annoying word is whatever. That word expresses apathy or indifference or someone who's disinterested. In Revelation 3, Jesus says those who are lukewarm, he will spit out of his mouth because they're not good for anything like wonderful hot water is for healing or wonderful refreshing cold water. And that whatever doesn't really work for a real friend, does it here on earth? nor is it appropriate for our real jesus who is our god so as we live in relationship with him we're called to balance the friend we have in jesus knowing that he is also our lord and our god so once again it seems appropriate at this time to ask we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful? Who will all our sorrow share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. bless you in the name of Jesus our friend and our God amen
0: let us pray Lord Jesus indeed you are the Lord of all the universe bearing all the power in the world and you are also our friend filled with genuine care and concern a close familiarity with us and all of our needs and also a great love for us. Thank you for loving us so deeply, caring for our daily needs, as well as taking your journey to the cross and dying in order that we would have new life in you. When we forget all of that, whether trying to attend to all of our needs on our own or feeling overwhelmed, alone, or lost in our despair, remind us of the privilege we have been given the invitation to turn to you in everything. There are many things that burden our hearts and minds, and so hear us as we all share those with you now. Hear us, and grant us your peace. Amen. Receive this blessing, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Friends, we look forward to being with you again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend.